Welcome back to Operator Syndrome. I'm Patrick here with Steve as always. Uh, we got off we got we got off the recording quickly last time. Uh, ran out of time, but uh, today I think we've got an interesting one. We're going to come off of our individual timelines. We're going to talk about something um, that that you see here and there, which is this concept of stolen valor. Uh, stolen valor is there's actually even a law around it now. Um, which is to say that you cannot impersonate, you cannot impersonate being a, I guess you can't impersonate being someone who, in the military. You cannot, um, you cannot forge. I think that, although I think that's always been a law, you can't forge, you know, um, uh, exit documents, DD-214s, that type of stuff um, uh, under punishable, uh, uh, under the punishment of the law. So you could go to jail for, for doing that type of stuff. But I think we want to talk about in general just the, the phenomenon where you've got folks who are very interested in portraying themselves as Navy SEALs, right? It's, it's almost always Navy SEALs or, or uh, Marine Recon. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if the Rangers get as much love and good. That's fine. Keep us off the radar. <laughs> you're, you should all be SEALs. If you're, if you're a phony, you should want to be yeah. a phony SEAL. Oh, like, like shoot for the best. I say, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yes, sure. and and I think and I think the, the the seal logo, the trident, excuse me, is a better tattoo than than the scroll, probably. So, <laughs> so, so if you're going to be a phony shoot for the seals, um, so we're going to talk about that in this episode. Um, you know, I've got kind of a serious story about it, but uh, and the reason why this popped in in my head, Stephen, why I wanted to ask for us to talk about it. You know, apparently, there's a dog in the backyard, but uh, is uh, is I came across a YouTube video where, where somebody was con confronting someone who was, you know, a phony seal and, mm -hmm. and really laying into them. And, yeah. and, and that was funny for a while. And I was, yeah. and I was all for it. Absolutely. But, um, but at a certain point, cause I started watching more of these videos, like it just became really sad. It just yeah. became, yeah. it just became sort of, I, I, I kind of became, um, saddened by what I was saying, because I, I think they, these folks, these folks who, who do the stolen valor stuff, who, who sort of fake, yeah. fake their service, they kind of fall into three buckets. Like, first off, there are some folks who, who clearly have some sort of, um, you know, m mental handicaps, I guess is the terminology we'll use. There's some people who are sick. Um, I think you've got some folks who are probably like scammers, uh -huh. right? Um, con men. Opportunists, and then opportunists, and then and then people who are deeply insecure for whatever yeah. reason, you know. Right, absolutely, yeah. and 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 sadly, it feels like a lot of the. It seems like there's a decent amount of folks who who actually did serve in the military in some capacity, who, right. who feel the need to 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 portray their service differently. Yeah. I just wanted to hear what you thought about that. If you had any sort of experiences, around that. <laughs> yeah, I've had a million of them. Well, maybe not a million, but yeah, hyperbole. Um, yeah, same. I'd like to start in the general category by just saying I, I feel the same way. I just feel sad. I feel pity almost. Um, like, wait, wait, why do you have to lie? Why do you have to pretend to be something you're not? What's up with that? I mean, where does that come from? And like you said, it could come from a lot of different places and God bless them. Um, but I'll tell you, <laughs> there's some funny stories i mean some real funny stories 
if from the seals because for whatever reason like patrick was saying a lot of people will claim i'm a navy seal i'm a navy seal so i'll, t I'll tell you a few general categories and a, a couple personal stories <clears throat> anytime almost anytime we would see somebody wearing a shirt that had a trident on it that said seal team on it we were like that dude's a poser because nobody wore those shirts we wore t-shirts and flip-flops and board shorts that was our uniform of the day and nobody wore look at me when we were in buds we could we got class t-shirts that said buds class 149 but that faded really fast and it was it was just kind of a proud moment and um nobody hung on to wearing stuff like that it was, it was just stupid we thought it was uh, okay so another another basic general observation <clears throat> you know there were two uh there, there we always talked about how and it may be like this for rangers patrick i don't know but we always talked about how we could almost 95 percent of the time spot another team guy it was their demeanor it was the way they carried themselves is kind of what they looked like physically it was kind of how they were put together and we could go i'll bet you that's a team guy not always yeah i yeah same i i i feel like you could you could sort of tell it it seemed there seemed to be something that you could pick up on yeah um uh, i'm not quite sure what it was maybe, maybe I it's probably, yeah i i don't know if i could verbalize what it is but but also sort of tied to that is how you can spot someone who's just not quite right yeah um, yeah we were we were talking a little bit about this before that we were, were recording here and there's a lot of information out on the internet, more so now than ever. Oh, and, yeah. And perhaps we're contributing to it. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you, know it, you know, you know, it, you know, you can watch all the movies you want. You can read all the books you want. You can listen to all the podcasts you want. But um, you're just never going to get it 100% right. There is something intangible that that guys can pick up on. Uh -huh. And and, um, you know, it'll unravel eventually, which is to say that there, yeah, there's really no, it's, it's useless to, yeah, yeah. it's, it, it, it's a, <laughs> it, it's a losing, it's a losing act to, right. to go around and to, to tell folks that you're, you're something that you were not because you will get found out. And then the consequences of that are, I guess, emb emb embarrassment, shame. I, yeah. I don't know. Would you, would you feel shame? That's why, that's why it seems like there, you know, psychological issues tie in very strongly to folks who are, who are doing this. And then I, I, my guess is that there are some folks who just, you know, they, uh, they, they let a story that maybe they, 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 they leave a story hazy about what they were doing just because they, they don't want to, they want to embellish a little bit. Hey, it happens. You know, you're going out to the bars, you're trying to pick up a lady. Yeah. Uh, sure. You drop a hint. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. Yeah, I, right. I was in the special operations community. Oh, you know? oh, doesn't <laughs> that keep, open it all up? Keep, keep it vague. Keep it vague. And then, and then now, uh, well, now, now, now someone's telling someone else and now you're like, you don't want to say, oh no, you, you'd have to nip that in the bud pretty, pretty yeah. quickly to say, oh no, I wasn't, I was not a seal. I was, um, you know, it was whatever I was doing. I was a Navy diver who welded on um, struts on an aircraft carrier, which is incredibly cool. That's great. Yeah, that's incredibly great. cool. I, I, I was I was an EOD Navy tech, and some of those guys were airborne. 
-hmm. and they were in the spec ops world right so and there's nothing man i have i would never want to do eod myself but my respect is very high for those guys i mean eod is still too cool you know like if if you were working on I, i met a guy once through church who served on submarines. I, I can't remember what he did yeah. uh, on submarines. I, I don't think it was particularly, particularly exciting, but he worked. He was on submarines. That's yeah. incredibly yeah. interesting. I have a million questions for you sure. about what it's like to work on submarines. If you were a fueler, you know, yeah. if you fueled Apaches and that was your job, that's, that would I think cool. that's cool too. I yeah. have a million, I will talk your ear off asking questions right. about right. what that's like. You know, but no fueling and arming Apaches, you know, come up. I have a million questions for you. If you were a JAG clerk, I know you got some good stories. You know what I mean? Like interesting cases came across your desk. Oh, and by the way, de-jargonizing. Exactly. I agree. Uh, EOD is explosive ordnance disposal. Right. So these are guys that go in and gals who disarm usually improvised explosive devices but even others uh you know they they like disarm these devices and some of them are fantastically complicated there was a movie called uh what was that called please don't please don't. okay okay yeah it was it was Not pretty bad it, it went very hurt locker. It, hurt, hurt locker hurt locker hurt locker i like jeremy yeah. renner though much love yeah. to jeremy renner but that yeah that that was not a good movie yeah it was not a good accuracy. movie yeah oh yeah it we're not endorsing it for accuracy. I'm just saying, if you want to see like an extreme version of, of, of right, hyper exactly. Hollywood, uh, what these guys do. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, uh, no, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, I'll just say this. There have been times when some guys, for whatever reason, in the teams, and <clears throat> I, I will leave names out of it, of course, as always who really get pissed when they find somebody who's, who's faking it. Mm-hmm. And there was a time and, and in San Diego in, in Coronado on Coronado Island, we had two, two bars still do. And they're seal hangouts. One's called McPee's Irish pub and the other's called Danny's pub. And if you go in that place, there's going to be wall to wall team guys. Right. And so if you go to those places, it'd be a good thing that if you aren't a seal to not say that you were a seal or something so one night in mcpeas one of the guys in my platoon and he was a fighter like some guys just love to fight i i i got proficient at at a certain form of martial arts but i i never really liked it I always had a kind of a sick feeling in my stomach when i had to walk out on a mat and get ready to spar i i just never really it's a love-hate relationship but anyway some guys just want to punch the lights out of people and we had one of these guys and he was a seasoned dude and he was tough with big old arms. And he's, he, oh man, we, we were, he told us the story the next day. We saw it happen from across the room, but he told us the whole thing the next day in the platoon space. We were like, and he, this guy, some guy in the regular Navy, just on a ship, kind of like you say, a, never in a million years is this guy going to be a seal you could just he had a look of it was like no way and he was wearing a seal team whatever shirt oh boy in a seal bar boy that's that's genius and so this guy walks over to him and he says what do you do (laughs) and he goes (laughs) he said 
teams. The guy just said teams. He goes, oh, what team? He goes, can't talk about it. Black Ops. Mike's like, Black Ops? Black Ops, huh? <laughs> the guy's like, yeah. He goes, well, what team were you stationed at before you went into all the Black Ops? He goes, none. He goes, you just went right in from Buds to Black Ops. And he's like, yep. Mike just hauls off and knocks the guy flat on the floor and rips his shirt off, like rips it off his body, literally. It's like, get the F out of here. Now, that makes me a little sad. Like, I... I As you're smiling, telling the story. I, I'm smiling, telling the story, because this guy was hilarious. And the next morning, the way he could tell a story, we were just all going, Absolutely. why do people have to do this? I mean, there's, there's something funny about it. It It is. It is. <clears throat> until it, it is. But it's like, <laughs> you got, there's got to be something wrong with you to do yeah, that. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be. You, you're telling me, okay. you know, especially in that time frame, by the way, the, the, the bars you mentioned, I don't, I've never been to Coronado before, but I've heard the names of those bars before related to seals so and nowadays you're absolutely insane doing that that but probably even then if you're, well, i mean that guy showed up to that bar even in that time frame right like right. put on the t-shirt decided i'm gonna go that's a seal bar tonight i'm <laughs> tonight i'm a seal and so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go to that bar and uh hang out ha hang out i guess and uh you've got to be insane to do that you got something is off yeah it's either right. delusional or it's a mental something going on that's not firing properly, or right. I don't know. So, but, so it's it's a first off, it's a it's incredibly offensive, right? To, yeah. to the people who do the job, um, it is dangerous for you posing as that person because, especially in a bar, people are drinking. You're going to offend these guys. Like, there people are going to make some bad decisions. Um, and then, of course, it, it all comes back to what do you think? What is the thought process there? It's just, on, man. you know, like, you know, if that person was actually in the Navy, like, what do you do in the Navy? Like, you, you might yeah. do something cool. Do you want a destroyer? What do you do on the destroyer? Let's talk about destroyers. Those, exactly. those things are cool. I know. I, I never could get enough learning about, like, the big old shells on a, on a Navy destroyer or something like that. But I have one, and here's how I reacted. Mm-hmm. And I've had a few of these, but I was at a Sears and Robux store back when Sears was still in business. Right. I, I you needed said the Robux. Robux. You did Sears and Sears Robux. Robux. The full name, the proper name. It just shows you my generational gap. Uh, anyway, no Sears, and uh, it was I was outside the tool. They have a tool place. This is in Florence, Kentucky, and I needed a wrench. And 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 um, I got there like ten minutes before the store opened, early in the morning. One morning, beautiful morning, I remember. Nice. pull in the parking lot <clears throat> like the only like three vehicles in the parking lot because it's so early and i pull in behind a truck it was it was a ford ranger i'll never forget and it had a leapfrog sticker on it like the u.s navy seal elite parachute team leapfrogs i'm thinking now you don't see those every day right especially not not where we are landlocked as we were in kentucky but i'm so i'm saying hmm Okay. And I was still in my vehicle because there's no point in getting out yet because it wasn't open. The stores, you know. And this guy was apparently had the same idea. 
So eventually we're getting close to the hour of when they're going to open or the, you know, minutes before they open the doors and he gets out first <laughs> and he's got, and now I'm not, look, if you like cowboy hats, that's great. But he had this big old cowboy hat on a big buckle and a gut that was just like, and that look, there are plenty of seals who have left, let themselves go and they've gained weight but this guy, I took one look at him and I was like, A, not a seal. So I didn't, I didn't even really care at that point because it's there, but the, I'm, I'm curious about that leapfrog sticker on the back of his truck. So I get out. I don't even want to talk to the guy because I know the deal. <clears throat> so I'm looking at, they still hadn't opened the doors and we're, I'm standing there next to this guy and we're looking at like the grills or the lawnmowers or something that are outside, you know, before you go into the store. And he, he said something to me. Cause I was like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I don't care. He goes, Hey, uh, something, I mean, something lame, like well, that's a nice looking lawnmower or something. I, I was like, uh, yeah, I guess whatever. And then I, I said, you know, I, I couldn't help myself. I said, you know, I noticed, and I, I tried to leave it open-ended so he could have a way out. I said, uh, I noticed a leapfrog sticker on the back of your truck. He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, oh, would you pick that up at an air show or something? You know, that's, that's a cool, that's a pretty cool unit. He goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, come on, man. Don't do this. I said, were you on the leapfrogs? He goes, mm-hmm. I said, well, small world it is. So who are some of the guys you worked with on the leapfrogs? Because I knew a bunch of them. And he was older than me at the time. But I would have known somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. And that's a really elite club in the SEALs. I mean, sure. I mean, the SEALs are like in the thousands of, of 100,000 force Navy. Right. And, and then the leapfrogs are like 0.00001% of that, you know? So I'm thinking, what's up? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. And I'm like, so what team were you at before you went to the leapfrogs? He goes, I didn't go to any team. <laughs> you got to do, you got to do some successful deployments before you're even considered for the leapfrogs. Right. So right now I'm going, I said, Hey man, you know, I know a lot of leapfrogs. In fact, I'm, I'm a former still, I was out at team five and um, your story has a lot of holes in it. But, and then he just was like, Oh, he got kind of nervous and just kind of meandered away. And I didn't say anything else. I was just like, good for you. You know, I just felt sorry for the guy. I'm like, why, why you got to do this? And why you're, you're giving us a bad name, man. But and not that we have the greatest name in the world, but it's just like, absolutely not, dude. You got it, but I don't know. Well, that was good. You, you you handled that pretty well. You you attempted to avoid it. I, I don't okay. think I I'm, yeah, I don't think you could. You got to say something, especially it's just the two of you sitting there, two out, of us out in front of a Sears. Yeah, I'm Maybe. not embarrassing him in front of anybody at right. all. Just two of us, right? Just but, the two of you. Yeah. I've got um. Yeah, I've got I've got my own story, and my my story involves a family member actually. Oh. So uh, I'm going to be very careful yeah, to yeah. 
So, um, so I go to a wedding at a state and, uh, I've got the, for this family member and, um, we're doing, everyone's hanging out, having a good time. I like this person a lot, you know, very close to them growing up and, um, and going to the wedding, meeting their friends and, um, we're, we're, we're hanging out drinking one night with, with this person and their friends. And, um, this, this, the friend, a friend of my family member comes up to me is like, Hey, was so-and-so, uh, a ranger? And I've been drinking, everyone's <laughs> been drinking. And I, and I, and I was like, was so-and-so a ranger? I was like, no. <laughs> and then, and then this guy, and then this guy who's asking me, he's like, um, he's like, so he was, he wasn't in the, he wasn't in the army. And it took me like a split second to realize what, what was going on, <laughs> you know, yeah. immediately. And I'm like, I, 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 I had all these feelings and emotions. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, I'm drunk first, then <laughs> I'm pissed, I'm angry <laughs> And, and listen, this family member, like when they, when this person was a kid, absolutely a compulsive liar about everything would lie about everything. That's why, that's why I figured it out so quickly, like split second. I was like, fuck this, he's going around telling people he's a, he's a ranger. So, but I was there for this, this family member's wedding where we're selling. I, I think this was like a post reception, just like get together folks hanging out. And like, I was very torn. Yeah. I was extremely torn. Like <clears throat> I, I was like, what do I do here? A, it's a family member. B, I like this family member, grew up with them, but but like they've really made a mistake here. Yeah. Like telling folks this stuff. And the and the and the guy I'm talking to, he even like says something to him. So I was I was like, I was like, no, wait, no. So yeah, so I'm like, no. But then I, I sort of instinctively covered for the family member. And I don't know why, but I was like, you know what? Like there was a there was a period of time where, you know, we were because these people knew that I, I was I did serve in the in the army and I was a ranger. Right. And uh, and but I instinctively covered for this family member who was going around telling folks they were a ranger. I, I did. I wasn't thinking. I, again, I was drinking and I just protected them at first. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, like, you know, we did lose contact for a little while. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about that. That's what I said. But I think from my facial expression, like it was probably pretty clear that I was, I was, it was probably very clear on my face that I was experiencing a lot of <laughs> emotions, like working through this. And, and then the, this guy who's talking to me, he turns around and he says, Hey, so-and-so like, so you were, so you were an army ranger. And then this family member is like, he's drinking he's like sort of shocked like there there are there are a bunch of people just hanging out drinking and right. everything stops and he's like oh no no oh. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna have to do i'm gonna have to he says no no um texas rangers kind, oh, kind of he, mumbles he it, it. He make it worse isn't he he, he kind of mumbles he kind of mumble texas rangers oh, giving out what's happened but uh, I'll, i'm gonna leave it right at that yeah. Um, it's like Texas Rangers, which is like insanity. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know nothing. Uh, like, 
I loved the show Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Therefore, I know to be a Texas Ranger, Department of Public Safety, Texas Ranger, you've got to be like a, a state trooper for like for years, for like like yeah. 20 years or something yeah, before yeah. they'll even look at you. You right. know, so he he looks like an he looks like an ass in front of everybody. He's been telling people he's and and I never said anything to him about it. I never talked to him about it. Uh, I I I felt you know I felt I I, I was offended by that. Like uh, I worked hard to yeah um, and, and survived and was lucky enough, despite yeah. my own my my own failures here and there, to to persevere. And I had folks that I served with that that fought just as hard and died yeah that i was uh, incredibly offended by by the fact that he would go around telling folks that he did that and uh but they're a family member you know and you love them and uh, so so ultimately for me i never talked to him about it we never talked about it and uh, i just sort of distanced myself from them that's the best i could come up with was just like you know good luck to you i i mean i didn't say anything to him but in my head i'm like good luck to you but uh, this is a problem. This is a big problem for me, right? Yeah. And and that's that's the way I took it. But yeah, like those, like you always will, you will get found out. You, you will always get found out. Yeah, always. The truth's gonna come out, and it's so easy to come out. Right. Like it, it's like what this is. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's like claiming that you worked for the president's inside cabinet. You know. What, mm-hmm. yeah, there's really easy ways to fact check this. You know. Right. Uh, but it, it, yeah, I don't know. It, like you say, it, uh, it's kind of sad more than anything. Um, I mean, it, yeah, like you, I think the best, one of the things you said that registered with me was that all of your brothers who have died, that we've worked so freaking hard to get these credentials and, you know, you're going to just jump in there and start popping off with a bunch of BS. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Come on. So, so what would you, so let's say, let's say, let's say one of these individuals happens to catch our, our very prominent podcast. And let's, let's, let's have a thought exercise. How would you, how would you, how would you guide a person? Let's say this person, let's say they serve, let's say they didn't serve, you know, let's say they're, they're big fans of the special operations community. You know, there's a misunderstanding, they they felt good in the moment where where perhaps they were recognized for something they hadn't done and then they uh it just got out of hand it's gone too far it's they they don't know what to do now okay all my coworkers think i'm a navy seal and uh you know i, I like the way that felt but now i'm living a lie uh yeah. chaplain what do i do about it <laughs> chaps <laughs> right uh that's a that's a fun one man you know if there's somebody like that out there listening and and you might be caught in this particular quandary, uh, I would say, um, you know, yeah, lie, lying about who you are is, is problematic on so many levels because <laughs> a lot of levels, mm-hmm. if, if you, you may, you may need some counseling. You, you may need, because there are people like if you're so insecure that you've got to live some sort of a lie to feel good about yourself, there are professionals who can help you actually yeah. get over those hurdles. Yeah, like there, there are, you know, uh, therapists, 
right. and, and, and cognitive behavior therapy and all these things. We have tools to get over that. And um, I've had to go to therapy in my life. Same. Yep. To get over to get over hurdles. Right. That's not a weakness. That's a strength. So, you know, you don't have to look at it as like, well, I'm just a failure if I'm not something that I'm not. No, you probably have some hurdles to get over. And there are people that can help you do it. There, there are people who can professionals, right, legit right. professionals who can help you uh, untangle all of that. And you will feel far better about yourself when you get healthy. That, right. that's, that, I guess that's the way I would put it. Yeah. Rec recognizing that, you know, okay, maybe it's, it's symptomatic of something larger, you know, maybe it's symptomatic right. of, of something sure. inside of you that that's missing. You feel a gap, you feel like sure. you haven't accomplished what you wanted to accomplish or, yeah. or, or set out to, and, and maybe it's something bigger. So I, I think the idea of seeking, you know, seeking some counsel, some guidance makes a lot of sense. Um, it may be a minister, it may be a therapist, it may be just right. a good friend who will just sit and go, look, I love you for who you are. Right. Not who you're not. Right. I mean, what are you doing? You know, I mean, and, and it can, and I can see how it can be tough and we're running out of time here. So we don't rush off like last time, but yeah, but, uh, but, but, you know, it can be tough to unwind. Listen, it, it's part of the human experience to, to get caught up in a lie and you're trying to trying to service that lie to maintain your dignity. Right. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Every, you know, uh, oh, my, my, you know, I, I was one of those kids, you know, I'm like in fourth grade and I got a girlfriend in another country. That's a tough lie to keep up with before people are like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy, dude, you like know, Napoleon Dynamite, when he yeah. pulls out that photo he got from some photo shoot, he goes, she's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Come listen, on, man. That's everybody. Everyone's been in that position. When are we going to see her show up at yeah. a party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So not to make light of your situation, if you happen to right. be claiming to be a seal and you don't know how to get out of it, but, but, yeah. but, but it's the same principle, right? Like you, right. you've, you've gone so far tolling everyone, but you know, you know, it, I, 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 I don't know that I could advise in, in my, my, in my capacity, how to best unwind from a lie like that. But, you know, it should definitely start at, at stopping, stopping right. to perpetuate the lie that you were something that you're not. And maybe this applies to anything you got going on in, in nope. someone's life. But, you know, the best thing to do is to, to stop doing it and mm -hmm. then um, and then evaluating and then evaluating the, the risk versus reward of being yeah. found, of being found out because you will get found you out. You will be found out. And that's yeah. the best thing you've said. Yeah. We've said, but you've, yeah. you've said it. You're going to. It'll happen. It's not too hard to find out. It'll happen. And, and now and there, there are people that are after this, like as a cause. That's yeah. not my personal cause. I don't care. I like feel right. more sorry for people who are doing this. But there are people who are devoted to finding out phonies. And um, like, it's really easy. Yeah. So, and, and maximizing the embarrassment. Like, you, yeah. like, if you're lucky, you'll run into a Steve who catches <laughs> you outside of Sears and calls <laughs> you out. And then maybe you have a, a come to Jesus moment and you're get rid of the leapfrog sticker and you just <laughs> yeah. go on with your life and just be yeah. the best you you can. But yeah. there are guys out there who will, who will, who will, who will knock you out. Yep. There are folks out there who will maximize the amount of embarrassment, embarrassment. they'll cause to you. They'll call humiliate your, you, humiliate you. They'll call your job. They'll, they'll call, they'll call your family members. Yep. Um, and uh, you don't want to be in that spot. So. Nope. Um, and, 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 and they'll, they'll make, they'll, 
the thing that I don't think any human being should have to experience is shame. Right. Shame's a horrible thing. And nobody out there in the world should be feel a sense of shame about themselves. So if you are feeling, and probably a lot of it comes from some sort of sense of shame or you're having to comp uh, compensate for something, but look, nobody should ever be ashamed and um, you're a good person. Everybody's got a redeeming, beautiful side to them. If only they'll be honest with themselves first and foremost, you know? So. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> so uh, we're about at time. I think we've been preachy enough. So, <laughs> yeah. End of sermon. <laughs> end of sermon. So uh, let's, we've got a, a five minutes here before we close out. Let's quickly, so in the next episodes, we're going to be talking, we're going to be getting into Steve's experience with uh, uh, during the storm, desert storm. I'm, I'm very excited to, to pick his brain about that and what the, the SEALs were doing during that operation. Uh, we're also, we're, the both of us are working through a book here. Steve's holding it up uh, by Water Beneath the Walls um i i happen to catch this book the author speaking about this book in an episode of the team house podcast um and i i was very interested in what he said i kind of rolled my eyes at first i was like all right another navy seal book but the book is it it, it reads like a history book very, it reads like a history book but it, it also talks it doesn't just talk about the seals it talks about the the how the how the how the marine raiders how the army rangers um, uh, and, and I think it'll eventually get into the, the Green Berets, but how those all started up, started and stopped where, um, the, uh, the, the, the Navy's UDTs, NCDUs, Navy SEALs, they, they, they started up uh, alongside them. Very interesting. We're going to, we're going to do a book review about that. Um, Steve, you got anything about the book you want to mention? No, um, the author is Benjamin H. Milligan. And um, it's, it's, yeah, the, the subtitle is The Rise of the Navy Seals. Um, and he only goes up to about 73, I believe. Um, so that's pretty early on. Um, but it is, uh, it's, it's, it's amazingly well-researched. I mean, I'm a professor. I'm a scholar. I have to write book reviews. I'm writing one right now. And um, he's meticulous with his uh, documentation and footnotes and everything else. So it, it is a history. It's a respectable history. And um, he's bringing up angles that I never really thought about. So that's always good. It's very interesting. So we'll cover that. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Thanks for joining uh, us in this episode. And we'll catch you in the